Welcome to the first episode of Nothing, where we don't do anything specific. Well, I guess I don't do anything specific, and we just kind of vibe together. This week, the first week of this podcast, I'm just sitting here thinking about last night. And the lack of sleep I got. Uh, let's see. Last night, I went over to my ex-girlfriend's uh, place, her apartment, with her roommate. Um, <clears throat> she asked me to bring the uh, new Oculus Quest I have, the two. The, um, yeah, the new VR system I have. Um, I got it for Christmas. Thank you, Father. Uh... I went there, and, uh, her friend, uh, her, yeah, friend and roommate was really into it, really into the, uh, super hot, that game. It's a really good game, I enjoy that game too. Uh, she was, she was struggling a little bit with it, but she ultimately had some really good, like, throws and shots and stuff, I was, I was kind of impressed. Uh, and the ex wanted to uh, look at this uh, there's an app on the VR called Within and it's like a 360 video app and she wanted to watch the one with the sharks so I like set it up for her and she's watching it and like she just watches like sharking sharks like a feeding frenzy of sharks and it was kind of cool it was kind of crazy I was watching on the phone while uh, while they were playing and, uh, yeah, she, then she watched, like, some Nebula stuff, and, uh, I showed them, like, Beat Saber, and, um, yeah, Beat Saber, pretty much. Yeah. I was so tired yesterday, after, uh, after work, I worked at, like, 2, no, I left at, like, 3 p.m., uh, work till like 9 because I'm the PM at a FedEx, a FedEx worker, PM FedEx, um, <coughs> they, uh, <clears throat> right, I'm a PM FedEx worker and I, was, I worked there six hours and then I came home and, uh, I don't even think I ate dinner, I think I just like changed and went over there. Yeah, that sounds right, so, we all chilled for a bit, I realized I didn't have any more deodorant left, which is awesome when you're going over to somebody's place to spend the night, um, we vibe all night, we watched, uh, we watched an episode of two of Supernatural, the last season, the 15th season, I believe, uh, we're almost done with it, I promised her I'd finish it with her, so I can't watch it without her, we're only, like, a couple of, uh, episodes away, um, but, it, you know, I'm enjoying it so far, uh, what else, yeah, after that, she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go to bed, I was like, cool, I guess I'm coming with you, because I got nothing to do, she's like, alright, and she, like, laid down, me and her were together for like five years, and we haven't broken up that long, so, um, we just like cuddle up next to each other, uh, 
and um, like falling asleep together. It was like 1.30, maybe 2 in the morning, but I woke up uh, to her taking her shirt off at like 3.30 in the morning, probably because she was hot or it was too tight or something like that, not for any sexual reason. Uh, but she went right back to sleep and like I couldn't after that. I would like find a comfortable position, start to drift off, and then hear something vibrate across the room. And it wasn't her phone and it wasn't my phone. I know it wasn't my phone because I got up and checked, saw it was four in the morning and was like a little salty about it, but couldn't find out what was vibrating because it was dark in the room. It was just, it was so dark I couldn't see. Um, uh, I found out in the morning it was her Apple Watch or little, the, the little square watch people have that is like a touch screen. That yeah, I don't, I don't got that. I don't, I don't think that's a, that interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, and I just I woke up hella early and I couldn't get back to sleep, so I'm really tired just sitting here, vibing, thinking about nothing. I'm, uh, I just started an anime yesterday, or a day or two ago, what the hell is it called? The Day I Became a God. It's kind of funny, uh, I'm only on episode 5, I just started episode 5, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's about, um, the normal manga plotline, the, uh, the main character finds a person who is integral to the story. This one just happens to be a god, like um, omnipotence, uh, can predict the weather, stuff like that. And he's like, oh yeah, seems uh, seems dumb. I don't believe you. And then she proves it. And he's like, oh, fuck me. All right, well, that's the story so far, I guess. I mean, like, I'm trying to get stuff to work for him. It's only, like, so many days before the world ends, of course. Um, it's interesting, I guess. But this is, this, I mean, like, this episode, another thing. Oh, wow. I didn't even introduce myself. That's really cool. Um, yeah, so my name is uh, Bailey. Bailey Straub. Uh, I'm the uh, host of the Nothing Podcast. Um, my friends affectionately call me Ghoul. I don't have any friends, though. I got, like, two. In between, like, two and four friends, which is enough for anybody. Um, I lost a lot of friends in 2020. And the years prior to that, I guess. Because, you know, guys don't really keep in contact like that, you know? If you don't see your homie every day, then you're not gonna, like, text him and be like, What's up, dog? What you doing today? Unless you're, like, trying to go hang out with them. Yeah. But, no. Um. Yeah. <sighs> it's really hard to just, like, sit here and riff with a nobody and nothing in front of me. Um. Ooh, uh, kinda, kinda different, uh, days. A couple of weeks ago, I started a, uh, D&D campaign on a, uh, a discord server they invited me and i was or like i asked if i could join and they were like yeah seems cool to me by the way we don't have any like um 
like restrictions on race or class or you know if you just want to like homebrew something and send it my way before like obviously I'm not going to do that because I'm not uh, I guess it's not obvious you guys don't know me uh, but I'm not that skilled at d and I've, I've only been playing for like a year or two and it's not even been like regularly it's been off and on um, I've only been at, at this point in the story I was only a uh, PC once and a DM once uh, the DM uh, it was like 10 sessions over the course of five months probably four or five months we tried to meet regularly because it's my family but uh yeah and then one of our family moved so that's over now um more or less but uh this this session we started it right and i thought it went really well uh i was really excited about my character i called him soul s-o-l soul anki a-n-k-i uh soul anki uh referring to uh some oh god i forget what it's religious it's religious iconography or not iconography because they're words not icons uh, not symbols religious uh verbiage they're names of like gods like anki was the god of the sky and like i think egyptian culture and soul is obviously the sun um but right i made him a changeling which i just thought was really really cool uh i made him the way the campaign was set up like all of the worlds collided into one and then like dispersed but there was obviously like uh adverse effects that happened so like there were still like dragons in our world and like a little bit of magic left behind and shit so i made it like my guy um afterwards a powerful wizard dropped him in to uh this our dimension from the DD dimension um but saul lost all his memories uh, during that process, the wizard was like evil, ancient evil guy, but BBEG, bad guy, uh, in Soul's timeline, uh, not in the, the campaign. But uh, I made them a changeling that didn't know they were a changeling. They were going to be a paladin uh, because that's the stats I rolled. This DM was really strange and he was like, You got to roll the stats in order. I was like, Whatever, I want to play DD, it's fine. And I just happened to get, like, good stats for a paladin. And I was like, alright, cool. I'll, I'll rock a paladin. Like, I had, like, a 18 strength. And uh, after my racial bonus of a changeling, I had a 20 charisma, which I was just so hyped for. But we only did one session, so that never came to pass. But uh, Saul lost his memory. Uh, when he was transported to this world. And he, he doesn't even remember that he's a changeling. He just thinks he's a human. Like a... Um, you know, like the literal generic paladin. Uh, like tall six-pack buff. Uh, quaffed golden hair. And like the golden handlebar mustache. Kind of kind of paladin. With the big shield and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, 
Yeah, and and I was gonna make it like a like a like a plot point uh, during the story because changelings have an ability to impose disadvantage as a reaction uh, on one attack from an enemy. So I would I would have like they hit me and go for like a second attack and like I turn my face back to them. They they just like clawed me across the face and they see like my true form under under the claw under the damage. Um, and they're like, oh shit, and everybody, it's like a 30 foot radius, people know you're a changeling within a 30 foot radius, so like, the, obviously, more than likely the whole party would be within 30 feet in combat of a paladin, um, <clears throat> so like, everybody sees it, <laughs> cool, and then like, everyone's like, oh my fucking god, you're you're a changeling, you didn't know, and I was like, I didn't know, I, was, yeah, I just thought it would have been a really cool role-playing moment, but um, alright, so he crashed, uh, after he went, like, after he was transported here, plane shifted here, or whatever, um, and he, like, passed out, and don't, doesn't remember anything, he was found, uh, in the woods by a shaman, uh, the shaman of, uh, of the all, uh, the all is just, like, um, the, uh, the, the state before the Big Bang, more or less, like, um, the the fact that we were all collectively one finite point at some point in existence and that's not necessarily like a god to him but like that's the natural order of the universe to to move from finite to infinite back to finite uh that's what he believes the the shaman um, and Saul learned not only how to survive, but to do so at, like, a higher level of consciousness, uh, he, he's living with nature, like, like, thanking all the food he eats, uh, constantly goes into meditation, and, like, like, constantly fasts, and is, is just, like, more in tune with himself and nature than, like, the normal person obviously who's just trying to get through day-to-day activities without like dying like oh yeah I just have to get through the work day and then I'll have like some time to myself no he, he would be like ah today's gonna be a good day because I think it's gonna be a good day and I'm gonna make it a good day and uh and if if anything like gets in my way it's not a big deal in the grand scheme of things like somebody cut me off in traffic why would i why would i scream at them it's such a small thing it doesn't matter i'm not gonna remember it tomorrow let alone an hour from now (sighs) he does that uh constantly lost in meditation um the shaman right uh after becoming a shaman of the all pretty much got control over his own life and death so after passing on all the knowledge he could to soul he uh he saw it fit to pass on to his next life uh leaving Saul to further evolve his consciousness as he saw fit um and he uh he left uh the the forest that or the woods he was found in uh seeking wisdom and the inner self. Yeah, I was really excited to play him as a character. We only got to play one session, and um, 
everybody but like one guy really sucked uh i thought personally just like mm, i don't know how to explain it like yeah i'm a nerd like i'll play D and i'll play video games and stuff and i guess video games aren't really considered nerdy anymore but like if somebody was like, yo, do you do you have, like, a deck of Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Like, let's play. I'd be like, yeah, I got them somewhere. Let me go find them. But I'll absolutely kick your ass in some Yu-Gi-Oh right now. Or even some Pokemon. Maybe some Magic if I could find those cards also. But those, those are lost, lost. Um, but, like, they were... They were... Extreme... Like... What's like? What's the word? Um, they seemed like exaggerations of the nerd trope. They were all like, "Well, actually, because he's five feet away from this creature, also they both have disadvantage." But they would say something like that and then be completely wrong about it even the dm and i would just like rip it like i have the i have the three books in front of me right and i was just like if the dm says something like that i'm just gonna go with it because it's the dm it's their world it's their rule unless like they seem to be struggling and don't know i will help them but because i mean like i've only been a dm once but i've been listening to to not another DD podcast shout out shout out to not another DD podcast that's n-a-d-d-p-o-d um and the glass cannon podcast uh that's glass cannon podcast um they play pathfinder however which is a completely different set of rules um but it does make it more interesting and they do kind of coincide sometimes but uh they would just be wrong about the simplest things like the way um the they god what were they just like a pack of wolves with pack tactics the way it's written is like they have to be within five feet of each other to get the bonus and i think the dm read it like they both have to be within five feet of the same creature they're attacking which isn't how it's written they have to be five feet from each other um which i guess is just rule lawyering and makes me a fucking nerd and just like i like like a prick it makes me a prick right being like so like oh no but the rules actually say this like that's what i was just making fun of them for even though they were wrong i don't i don't know i just it's upsetting i guess but it's not like it shouldn't be there's no reason for it to. It's just the fact that they had, like, so much gumption in their statements that they were, like, so 100% sure in what they said, and it took me three seconds of research to completely disprove what they said. Maybe that's just today's society, and that's what's upsetting me. I don't know. Um... But yeah, I was excited to play Soul. Uh, we started on a fucking a wagon, uh, going to the woods or some shit like that, uh, to find somebody to uh, get us to the next area to continue with the quest to kill like a vampire, not a vampire, uh, werewolf, lycanthrope lord. Uh, but we stopped at the woods at the entrance of the woods, and that's all we did. 
but like we had combat we had wolves we had uh like toxin shit blah 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 a ghoul and a ghast uh, attacked us even though they were at like half health i was like i saw the ghoul and the ghast appear and i was like damn that's kind of a like a high uh, level encounter for a uh like a group of level level one adventures and then like they were at like quarter health and i was like oh well that's much easier than if i can just slash them in like three hits um and we moved on to the wolves and there were so many wolves on the field there were like nine wolves and a dire wolf and i was like damn that kind of sucks but the uh the sorcerer the only one in the group that i actually enjoyed uh the presence of jumped off the wagon we were on ran up to the main dog and launched like burning hands at him and uh oh he was a fire genasi monk and i I guess fire genasis have uh burning hands as their like natural ability maybe i don't i don't remember all i remember is that he fucked like this dog up and it was almost on fire and it almost died in one hit and he got him and like two dogs behind him also but then he immediately went down and like i was like well fuck that's cool and then i like ran up uh interposed myself like I, I basically like drug him back five feet and stood where he was and those creatures were more than like five feet apart from me so i was like so the dis like the advantage won't work and i told the dm that and he was like no their their advantage works i was like okay um but yeah uh I pulled him away and, like, tried to heal him, but, of course, I instantly went down afterwards because, quote, they have advantage, but nah, and and they do, and they do, what's a, what's a wolf do? Uh, well, enough to kill a level one paladin in two hits, I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, the rest of the team, uh, so after I picked the monk up, or the Ganassi that I enjoyed the presence of, Everyone else, even the healers in the group, uh, decided not to heal me and um, just kill the wolves. Yeah, really just just leave the paladin in the dust. I was like, all right, yeah, that's fine. So I just like sat around and uh, smoked a little pot and like that was it. Like I smoked some weed while they were like talking and I just like pretended like I was unconscious. And if they called my name, I would like unmute myself and talk. It was, it was, I guess it was interesting. It was a little bit of an interesting experience. Um, but uh, yeah, he was like, yeah, I was running a game on Friday nights and Saturday nights, and I thought I could do it, the DM said this. I thought I could do it, but like, just, just, there's no way. Like, I can't do both, guys. I was like, so, no? He was like, yeah, no. I was like, that's cool. And then the, uh, the Fire Ganassi Monk, uh player he uh, invited me to um another one that we played one session of and like fuck when i tell you we played for hours we played from 5 p.m to 2 a.m and that's like eight or nine hours i don't think we played all the way to 2 a.m but it was like eight or nine hours of play including uh me like building my character and stuff um they were there they were they were going through the town and i was trying to listen to the story and like they're like yeah you you ride in on a dungeon or you ride in on a um on a uh, a wagon into town and i was like cool uh i called my character annabelle i'm playing a girl for the first time i was like cool that's that's cool i'll be a girl yeah uh, she's gonna be a witch 
which I thought was uh, appropriate for because I wanted to play the witch class, the Pathfinder class. It was converted to 5e by somebody. I was like, perfect. Like that sounds dope. I'll do that. And I played a witch, and the and the DM was like, yeah, that's cool. That sounds awesome. And uh, so I was like, all right. So I'm gonna do this. Um, and he gave me. He's like, are you a scholar? I was like. You know, I hadn't really thought about it, but that seems like a good reason to be, like, kicked out. So I was like, yes, I was a scholar, and I discovered something I wasn't supposed to in the school, like the textbooks, the old ancient tomes or something, the restricted section in Hogwarts. Um, and they kicked me out and ostracized me and uh, just, like, tried to kill my bitch. Um, but she escaped and decided to, like research that thing she found out further and uh she rolls into this town and she finds a church like dedicated to it uh the three heroes church and she was like hmm well gotta find something else about this so obviously she immediately walks in and there's like a couple of people there including the priest and she's like hey father like is there a way i can like learn about this like like i see you have like a bookshelf right here can i just like grab a book and read and like learn a little bit more about your religion like I, f I feel like that would have been like that's like a fine question to ask somebody in a church and they were like oh do you have the pendant the medallion obviously you do if you're asking to read our books oh you don't be gone sinner i was like oh you're kicking me out of the church like i can't ask like i just kept asking questions i was like oh well how do i join the church then how do i get a pendant like because I'm just, and they were like, you're asking too many questions, leave the church. I was like, what? Like, that doesn't even make sense. So obviously that rose, like, arose suspicion in Annabelle, my character. Why the fuck would they just, like, kick me out like that? All right, we'll figure it out later. Um, she's like, she just, like, starts walking around town. I was just gonna let, like, let the other people, like, talk for a bit. My character was off and around. He was paying attention to me. And I was like, that's, that's enough time for me. Like, you can pay attention to the other people. I gotta think about my next move. So I was like, Annabelle just starts like walking around town. He's like, all right, you guys like blah, 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 blah. And like, they're like, did we see this? And like, uh, he was like, yeah, I mean, I guess you saw somebody got kicked out. And, all right, yeah, no, we walk up to her and like, blah, blah, blah. They asked me questions and I was like, yeah, they kicked me out for asking questions. They were like, oh, really? That seems suspicious. We're looking for some missing children. Would you like to join us? And I was like, I mean, are you guys blaming that church? Because if so, I definitely, like, I'm going to do research on that church. And, like, I want to be part of it if you guys are doing stuff with that church. And they're like, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. But we have a, uh, a lawful good paladin. The lawful good paladin is uh, the same player that was the fire genasi. Um, he was not down with it at all. He's not down with my character. Uh, the, uh, the, the paladin is in. He was like, he's like, damn, this bitch is crazy. But the reason, I, I think the reason they don't get along is because the paladin stands for everything the, that my character just got, like, ripped out from under her in her backstory. Everything that she was like, oh yeah, this is the right path in my life. And then she found out, like, one thing she wasn't supposed to and she was ostracized, ostracized and almost, like, killed for for just discovering and, and learning. And that's everything the Paladin stands for. So she's not too fond of him either, but 
she's not like a maniacal psychopath gonna kill everybody either so uh me and there there are five of us i think yeah uh there's a the paladin me a witch um like two sorcerers and i think a fighter that sounds right we got three casters and two frontliners that's that sounds about right um Oh no, wait, one of them's a rogue. Maybe he's a sorcerer. Fuck, I really don't remember. Um, whatever. One of, uh, his name is Corvish. Or Corvis. Corvus and Jorvik. Uh, and I went into the woods. Uh, Jorvik is a- Oh, Jorvik's a monk. He's a drunken monk. Um, he's a drunk monk. Which is really cool. I love drunken masters. They're very neat. Um... He, uh, he was like, yeah, I gotta go into the woods to look for, like, some new, some, some ingredients for a new brew. Uh, you, you guys are welcome to join me. And I was like, yeah, you know, like, I'll join you to do a little bit of research, like, not on the church, because, uh, at this point, she knows she can't learn anything else, like, specifically from the church. Uh, <laughs> I skipped a whole section where they, like, they broke into the church the whole the whole crew the the lawful good paladin went and asked permission to do this from somebody and the somebody was like well i'm not going to tell you not i'm not going to tell you to do it because i'm lawful good but if you think this is what it is you know the kids are the most important thing so we all broke into the church uh i immediately went for the books the second i got in there i was like books and i picked it up and it burned my hand and teleported back onto the shelf i was like that's fucking stupid so like obviously i get like a piece of cloth or like my bag and just try to like knock it in there and it burns my hand and i was like well fuck that i'm not gonna do it again so i was just like sitting thinking about it and thinking about it and then we went downstairs and like we tried to like interrogate the high priest and everybody and 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 um the uh the four acolytes came out, acolytes or whatever, uh, came out once they heard the, uh, the priest screaming his head off because, you know, people broke in, um, and, uh, the four acolytes, we started asking them questions while holding him prisoner, like, if you don't, you know, blah, blah, um, and they bit their fucking tongues off instead of answering our questions like the the dm said they bite their tongue i assumed i like i assume he meant like you know they don't say anything like they they hold their tongue they they don't speak the cat's got your tongue they bite your you bite your tongue you know like your parents used to say bite your tongue when you weren't supposed to say anything that you said no he literally meant and he he said it like three times i was like they bite their tongue i was like they bite their tongue again i was like okay like so they're not gonna say anything about this this question either i'm gonna ask him another question and he's like yeah and then you see they bite their tongues off i was like what they were they were physically biting their tongues he was like yeah physically biting their tongues i was like all right first off that's ridiculous that i didn't notice that um and then the lawful good paladin just like picks up their tongues off the floor, puts it on them, and touches them all with one point of, like, lay on hands, and we restrain them all, so, like, they can't do it again, um, and then we just, like, left, and we're like, well, if you're gonna kill yourself to protect a secret, like, we're not gonna, 
I guess force it out of you. We obviously had nothing to do with the uh, the like the lawful good paladin was like we're leaving, let's go. Uh, they all left, and I went back upstairs, and I was like, I had a theory. I was like, because the paladin did uh, a sense good and evil on the church, and it's emanating like an overwhelming amount of good energy, but like because it's a temple, right? And and he's like, it would be divine energy if it was from a god or if it's a temple. And I was like, I don't think so. It's just like, it wasn't divine good energy. It was just magical good energy. It wasn't from a divine nature. And I did a, uh, like a knowledge check on the building itself earlier. And it's, the building itself is older than like the records of humanity that we have. Which immediately made me suspicious about it, as Annabelle, um, the scholar, uh, which, um, so I was like, Paladin, please pick up this book, like, uh, my running theory is that you have to be lawful good to pick up this book, and he picks it up and fails, like, his check to not get as hurt as I, I got, you know, like, I got one point twice from picking it up, and he picks it up and takes four points of damage because he fucks up his save, <laughs> I was like, damn, I just, I pissed the Paladin off further. Uh, I like apologize, but he didn't want to hear it. He's just an angry uh, dragonborn, angry dragonborn paladin, um, which is interesting. Like he he does his best to act lawful good for sure. Um. Hmm. Yeah. So they all left, and I was like trying to f just like sitting there trying to figure out a way to uh, get this book, and they're all talking and shit, and I, like, I, I was like, DM, can I roll a stealth check to sneak back downstairs and away from the party, and he's like, yeah, and I roll, and I got, like, like, a 16, nothing remarkable, uh, not that, like, for, like, a, like, a 14 plus 2, uh, and the, <laughs> the paladin's like, I'm going to stop her, I was like, you can't, but I rolled stealth, he's like, what do you mean I can't stop you, like, you were right by me. I just grabbed you and you, you can't go anywhere. I was like, not if you don't see me leave. And he rolled a perception. He got a natural two. I was like, guess I disappear. And I disappear. And I like, I get back into the basement and I walk up to the basement door and I listen in. And like, they're talking about like, oh, uh, I hear them. Like, I don't think these people should be here. They're really worrying me. Blah, blah, blah. The high priest talking to the acolytes is saying this. Blah, blah, blah. I don't think we should, like, like they're here. They know something. I'm, like, I'm, I'm suspicious of them. Like, we have to move forward the plan. And I was immediate. I was like, mm, immediate fucking suspicion. Cool. Um, and I hear them, like, the acolytes returning to their room. And I was like, uh, I sneak under the bed. And I rolled, like, a natural three for, like, a five. I was like, oh, my God, I'm fucked. Like, I'm absolutely fucked. There's no way they see it. He rolls natural one. I was like, yes, yes. And he's like, they see you. They just go to bed anyway. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, okay. They don't see me. They don't care about the, uh, the leg sticking out from under the bed. And they just go to sleep. And I was like, all right. So I snuck out of their room and back into the priest's room. And I was like, so, I have an idea, DM. And he's like, what's up? And I was like, I cast Charm Person on him. <laughs> he's like, I fucking hate you so much. I was like, yeah, well, I mean, you get a charisma save if that makes you feel better. He's like, I'm asleep. I was like, yeah, I looked at the unconscious and, uh, like, incapacitated, uh, 
statuses and you don't automatic you'd fail a strength a dex save or a con save but you can still pass a charisma save he's like all right so he rolls it and he fails it obviously and i get like all of this information that I, I don't think i'm supposed to have but they have absolutely unequivocally no connection to the missing children i was like fuck and like i tried to like I was like, hey man, it's been a long time since I've seen you. Like, the boss, can I borrow your pendant to go read the book? I need to. And he's like, oh, you should know that I don't have a pendant. You know, we've been friends for years because that's what the charm person makes them like regard you as an old friend. So I was like, man, we've been friends for years. Like, I'm uh, like, how you been? Blah blah blah. We caught up a little bit, fake catch up. And I was like, yeah, like the boss is is coming to see like how your operation is going. I just wanted to like make sure you know it's in. And I, I just like vaguely referred to whatever it is. And I was like, I just got to make sure it's clean and like everything around it's like pristine. Like you're my homie. I don't want her to like show up and like fucking demolish this church or this temple. And he was like, oh, so she's not sick anymore. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So their leader's sick. Uh, yeah, I was like, no, nah, she's good now. And like. Yeah, it lasts for an hour or whatever. And we just talked and, like, I let him go back to bed and I just, like, left the church because there was nothing else I could do. Um, the next day, me, Corvus, and Jorvik uh, went into the woods. And we were just, like, looking for stuff and he rolls a nature check. And we, we miraculously stumble upon a goblin encampment. And I was like, I'm going to peek over the wall. Be because they were like, yeah, it's like, it's, you know, six seven eight feet tall i was like well which is it and he was like we'll call it eight and i was like all right that's fine um i was like i just like stand on my tippy toes and jump up and Yorvik was like i'll give you a boost and i was like all right yeah so i boost myself up not even thinking not rolling perception nothing just like yeah boost me up and he's like all right give me a second to roll a d100 and corvus was like yeah hold on a second i'm gonna i'm gonna go up you know i was like corvus you're you're a kobold and that's a dwarf if, if anything you're he's like yeah the dm said it was six feet tall i was like i thought he said eight and the, and the dm was like yeah six seven eight doesn't fucking matter i don't care uh i was like oh okay so uh i obviously let somebody else speak over the wall because i don't care um corvus got lifted up by Yorvik, and uh dm rolled a percentile dice and like rolled like a 97 he was like i don't fucking believe this uh, you poke your head up and you hear him roll two 20s and he's like, you get stabbed right in the nose. I was like, what? <laughs> he got, he poked up and we looked at the map later uh, and it was a goblin encampment of like 15 goblins, 14 goblins and a hobgoblin. Uh, but there was one watchtower and we just happened to poke, like poke up right at the watchtower. Anyway, they all like flooded, uh, they all flooded to attack us. Um, but we like dipped, we dipped hard out of the, out of the place. Um, and, uh, oh, he almost got like, uh, he rolled, he rolled some sort of, oh, he tried to like, the goblin stabbed at him. And he tried to like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to pull him off the fucking wall because he just stabbed me in the nose. I was like, mm, all right, cool. Yeah, you do that. Uh, DM's like, roll for it. Corvus rolled a nat one. So he got pulled up by the goblin. And I was like, wow, that fucking sucks. So for my turn, I, uh, because like, he's like, roll for initiative because this is going to get rough. 
I was like, all right. So 14 goblins started chasing after us. Uh, for my action, I use Jorvik, still in like the springboard position from helping up him. I use him as a springboard to get up, grab the kobold, your, uh, grab the kobold, Corvus, and dr like drag him down and run 30 feet because I used my action so I could only move half speed. And then so they start sprinting and like Corvus was like, yeah, I throw a tomahawk at them. I was like, homie, no, we got to go. He's like, too late, it already happened. So he threw the fucking tomahawk. It got wedged into armor of a goblin. These goblins, apparently, apparently, all of these goblins had leather armor and shields because all of their AC was like 16-ish, 17-ish. Like, oh my God, there were so many goblins. Uh, but we ran away and we got to town. Uh, me and Qu like, there was no way they could keep up. We were faster than they were. Uh, we, we weren't faster than they were, we were just ahead of them. And I don't think they were going to chase us all the way into a human town. So, we ran the human town. Um, met up with the with the rest of the squad, the good paladin, and... Uh, I forget. One of them. Another one. And uh, we all went to the goblin encampment. And we were like, well, there's a goblin encampment like so close to this town. Uh... I didn't before before that I didn't decide on like a language yet so I got uh when the got the DM said like you hear chittering and squeals do any of you know goblin I was like I haven't picked a language yet but like my bitch has been on the road a long time and she's not like inherently racist towards goblins if she was kicked out by a human society I don't see any reason why she wouldn't have got like adopted for a short amount of time into a goblin society he was like, all right, so like you can choose that as your second language. I was like, zing. So I chose goblin as my second language uh, above common because she's a human witch. And uh, so I was listening to them. They didn't say anything important. Uh, they kept saying like fresh meat or some shit like that. Um, but we rolled up and 14 goblins like are right there and a hobgoblin in the back. And the homie, the fucking lawful good paladin, walks up and knocks on the fucking door. Uh, okay. Or, no, not the lawful good paladin. Corvus, I think. One of them. Somebody walked up and knocked on the fucking door. And I was like, alright, yeah, like, I'm with it. Why not? So I walked up right next to him. And then, like, three other people walked up behind us. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, oh, the lawful good paladin also has a goblin on our side. Um, like like kind of like a squire but not quite that level yet so just a regular paladin got him leather armor and like a sword and a shield i think so yeah he's he's all right uh, his name is glurg i think i don't remember um but yeah uh glurg was like fun with killing others of his kind i guess uh but we strolled into the combat uh we strolled into the gates and like the paladin was like, I have an idea. Uh, let, let me meet your leader. I want I want one-on-one -on -one combat with your leader. I was like, I was, I was the only one who spoke goblin. So I was like, sure. I translated. And they all laughed. And the hobgoblin came out. And the lawful uh, good paladin was like, yeah, I got this. And then like, he played his character super wrong. Uh, well, not, not wrong. I don't want to say it. He played it as the character was supposed to. But like if he thought about it for maybe like a couple of seconds more you know dragonborns have a breath weapon 
It's a 15-foot code. He, cone. He's a lawful good paladin. They started 15 feet apart. He should have started with the with the uh, his golden dragon, whatever a golden dragon's cone is, right? It would have been fine. Nah. He immediately runs forward and goes for the decapitation. Does all but one damage to the hobgoblin. Um, in turn, the hobgoblin just kind of like. I think I think like cuts him across the chest for 10, 10 hit points. I think he has thirteen to start or something like that. Um, and I was like, "Damn, this is going poorly." And he was like, "He was like, I'm gonna use my breath weapon." I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "That's a great idea because you're gonna hit the hobgoblin and you're gonna hit the six fucking goblins behind him because they formed like like the Fight Club ring around us." So, like, there were six goblins right behind the leader. I was like, that's a perfect idea. You'll kill him, and you'll kill six goblins right away. And he was like, oh, yeah, they're in the range of it. I was like, what? He's like, I can't. I'm a lawful good paladin. I can't, like, un unprovoked kill these creatures. I was like, well, damn, then you just have to swing your sword again and hope you hit. And he missed. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. And the, and the hobgoblin hit. And I was like fuck the terms of the agreement were like if you guys uh, the fucking paladin was like if you guys fucking uh like if we win you guys become like an actual town instead of like a tribe of shitty asshole goblins and if you win the dragon's born was like I'll be your dinner. And I was like, that's a fucking horrible idea. But I translated nonetheless. And I was like, go for it. I have trust in this paladin. Uh, because if I was like, man, if this is, is, do you think this is a good idea? Blah, blah, blah. Like, obviously my character doesn't care about the paladin yet. But the paladin, you know, before we walked in, specifically stated like, he already hates me. I don't want him to hate me more. I don't want to get into a big fight or a fuss with him over anything now. Because that's how my character is. He just doesn't want to, she doesn't want to deal with that. So... The paladin was like, if they don't have any weapons, or if they're like, you know, you know, you can't, you can't kill a goblin without weapons, or that's running away, or blah blah blah, like all this shit. And I was like, yeah, sure, that makes sense. My bitch didn't understand it because you know, escaping enemies means possible revenge candidates. But sure, sure, absolutely. Um, and uh, I just happen to have my sleep spell, <laughs> so. The first thing I do in combat is use the sleep spell, uh, roll pretty fucking good and knock out, I think, four or five of them. They just go unconscious. And I was like, fucking A, four of them, I think. And then, like, the second round uh, came around to me and there was a goblin right in front of me. And I was like, well, fuck, this dude's gonna, like, kick my ass. And I read the sleep spell wrong and it, I thought it was a concentration spell. So I just, like, smacked him in the fucking head, right? But I missed because I'm a witch and not a fucking paladin or a fighter. Uh, so, like, he hits me and I'm down to, like, three HP. I was like, fuck, I'm gonna die next. Like, I'm gonna go down next round. Um, because... He obviously equipped them, equipped them all with short swords, so they all had a D6 plus three of damage. Me with my eight health, I can go down with, from one hit. Uh, luckily, he rolled pretty low. 
and then um glurg was right next to me on my uh, on my like right side uh, right next to annabelle and he got uh decimated by two goblins he didn't die or anything but he had to run away uh so now i have three goblins open to me so i'm just like wow fuck this is there anything i can do and i read through my spells again and sleep is not a concentration spell so i'm like fuck it i cast it again and like i I fucking knocked out all the ones around me. It it ended up like turning the combat from uh, fourteen goblins into seven, six or seven goblins, which was like a lifesaver for all of us. So go me, putting seven goblins to sleep with a sleep spell. Um, when the uh, the hobgoblin uh, knocked the paladin out, uh, the rogue I think threw a dagger. Yeah, Corvus is a rogue. I don't know what I was thinking threw a dagger at the uh the hobgoblin and killed him because he hit and he only had one hp left which you know started the fight and uh i knocked out seven of the goblins and the uh we won the fight barely uh and before we like healed the paladin because none of us have healing capabilities except the paladin um we were like well uh i guess we're gonna take a short rest and like and like i know the spell only lasts for a minute and there's seven goblins knocked out on the floor so i was like i start tying up the unconscious goblins and corvus said i start slaughtering the unconscious goblins i was like okay well like whatever i tie up don't slaughter because they're tied up and like i don't personally care but the paladin said not to do that and like he was like I already got through four of them by the time he was like, oh, well, then, like, if the paladin said it, blah, 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 if she doesn't, blah, blah, blah. So I have three tied up goblins, and I, like, I'm, unless specifically asked, I'm not going to say, like, he killed the fucking, I had four more unconscious goblins, and he just, like, murdered them. That's gonna cause some big beef, but, uh, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be, like, a conversation that turns into the paladin liking me more because I'm, like, useful in combat. Even though I'm, like, a scoundrel, kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was my uh, that was my last Sunday. That was nice, though. Yeah, I don't really have much planned for the day. Uh, I'm probably just going to watch the day, I, the day I Became a God. Um, maybe do a tarot reading on myself. Uh... Maybe go out to eat. Maybe even cook something myself. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but yeah, that's all for this uh, riff session with me, Bailey Schraub. That's that's Bailey. Uh, so thanks for joining me on this the the Nothing Podcast. Uh, if you liked it. I, you know, I'll try to make some more, I guess, maybe. Definitely not regularly. Um, but I hope you all have a uh, great rest of your week. Uh, and uh, you guys, you know, keep your fucking head up. Stay safe, everybody. Mm-hmm.